Please turn to Psalm 127. Psalm 127. This psalm can be divided into two sections. Verses 1 and 2 speak of the extreme importance of God's blessing in our lives and how we can live a peaceful and carefree life. Verses 3 through 5 teach that godly children are a blessing from the Lord and great benefit to their parents. Psalm 127. Follow along, please, as I read the psalm. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows. For so he giveth his beloved sleep. Lo, children are an heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are children of the youth. Happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. Psalm 127. This morning I would like to focus our attention on the first two verses of this psalm. If your Bible is similar to mine, you may have a superscript near the top of this psalm that suggests that this psalm is a song of degrees for Salmon. It would make sense that the psalm was written for Solomon by his father David in preparation for the building of the house of the Lord that Solomon was going to undertake since the psalm begins with, except the Lord build the house. That temple was a massive multi-year project for the young King Solomon and David may have been admonishing his young son to put his trust in the Lord for that huge building project. But whether or not the psalm was written directly for Solomon, it contains incredible wisdom for you and me in our daily lives. This is a profound, this is profound wisdom from the God of heaven. He wants you to know that you can live a peaceful and carefree life by putting your trust completely in him. Let's look at the first two verses of this psalm. The first half of verse 1, Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. As with many of the songs of degrees that are around this psalm, Psalm 127, it is focused on blessing and praising Jehovah, the God of the Bible. There is no God like unto him. He alone is is the true and living God. Yes. He alone has the power to bless and to keep you in all your ways. Yes. Hebrews chapter 2 te- teaches us that every house is builded by some man, but he that built all things is God. Amen. The house in verse 1 of Psalm 127 suggests to us that it's speaking of any part of our life. 
It can be your career, your marriage, your family, your estate, or any event or endeavor in your life. This is the house that is being built. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Unless the Lord of heaven blesses your efforts, your efforts will be in vain. Unless the Lord enables you to be successful, your efforts will not succeed. The book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 9, verse 11, teaches us that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill. But time and chance happeneth to them all. And we know that the God of heaven directs those times and those chances according to his own will. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Unless the God of the Bible blesses your efforts, your efforts will end in failure. He will bless the efforts of those that trust in him, and he will withhold his blessing from those that do not trust in him. The Apostle Paul expresses this same thought in 1 Corinthians 3.11 when he spoke of the ministry by saying, So then, neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. Our God is intimately involved in every detail of our lives. And unless he blesses those details, our efforts will be in vain. His blessing is absolutely critical to the success of whatever we do. We can never overemphasize the importance of God's blessing in our lives. Do you trust in him completely? The psalmist wrote in Psalm 121, 1 and 2, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. There is no one else that can help you besides the Jehovah of the Bible. And with him, you need no other. We then need to fervently beg him for his help and blessing in our lives. The bigger the project or the greater the need, the more we should supplicate the Lord for his blessing. He wants us to acknowledge our utter dependency on him. He knows that we can do nothing without him, and the sooner we acknowledge that, the sooner we will find the help and blessing that we need. He is a jealous God. He is jealous for his name and for his glory. He wants us to glorify him by freely admitting that we are totally insufficient of ourselves. Remember King Jehoshaphat and his prayer to God when all his enemies came against him in a huge army? He told the Lord that he did not know what to do. Now, Jehoshaphat had a standing army that was prepared for battle. But he told the Lord his dependency was on him. And therefore, the Lord blessed him in a great victory where he didn't have to do a thing. An amazing story. But notice, 
Jehoshaphat told the Lord that he didn't know what to do. And look at the second part of verse 1. Very similar to the first half. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. Just like the first half of verse 1 that focused on the prosperity of our lives, the second half of the verse emphasized the safety of our lives. Mm -hmm. The city did have a watchman, and he saw the enemy coming, and he sounded the alarm. But without the Lord's blessing, the city was still taken. Unless the Lord blesses our efforts for the safety of our families, our souls, our estates, our careers, and our church, we will not be saved. David knew how important the blessing of God was for his personal safety. He wrote in Psalm 4.8, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep, for thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. David also wrote in Psalm 33, 16 through 18, There is no king saved by the multitude of an host. A mighty man is not delivered by much strength. And a horse is a vain thing for safety. Neither shall he deliver any by his great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy. As in building our house, the Lord expects us to make diligent preparations for safety. The book of Proverbs teaches us in 2131 that the horse is prepared against the day of battle, but safety is of the Lord. The army is prepared and ready for battle, but ultimately safety is only from the Lord. And so we make the effort for safety for our families and lives as the Lord expects us to. But all the while, we trust entirely in him, knowing that our safety really rests only in his hands. That's right. And look at verse 2 with me, please. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows. Not only is it vain to not trust the Lord for the, his blessing and safety in our lives, it is equally vain to put more time in and more effort than you should in these pursuits. In this verse, it describes this as rising up early, sitting up late, and eating the bread of sorrows. It means doing more than you should, working longer than you should, and putting out more effort than you should. The Lord only expects our reasonable best. Mm -hmm. He only expects a normal, reasonable effort. If we trust in him, he will bless our reasonable best. But if we put in more time or effort than we should, than what the Lord expects, then we are showing him that we're placing more faith, more trust in our own efforts than in his blessing. When the verse says it is vain, it means that we are wasting our time. Right. Our time... It means that we are wasting our effort. We are losing God's blessing 
by putting out more time and effort than is our reasonable best. If you are all stressed out, worried, unduly tired, or burning the candle at both ends, so to speak, it could mean that you are trusting too much in your own efforts. The Lord sees and recognizes such efforts. He says they are vain. You are wasting your time. The Lord will not bless such extra efforts. You cannot trust in your own efforts and the Lord at the same time. He wants you to put in your reasonable best efforts, but trust completely in his blessing for the ultimate success. And then that last little clause of verse 2, For so he giveth his beloved sleep. The Lord loves you and loves us as his children. We are his beloved. He is a kind and gracious Heavenly Father who cares for us dearly. The Lord wants us to go to sleep. He wants us to get sufficient rest. He wants us to lead a carefree and peaceful life. He does not want us tired out, stressed out, or anxious. If we do our reasonable best in the endeavors that are spoken of in verse 1, while trusting completely in the Lord for our success, we will live that carefree and peaceful life. Verses that we are all very familiar with are found in Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Be careful for nothing, or we might say, don't be anxious about anything. But in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. This is the New Testament cross-reference. For Psalm 127, 1 and 2. Don't worry about anything, but rather trust the Lord, and he will grant you his blessing and peace. This is the carefree life of the child of God who trusts in the Lord. When you've done your reasonable best, go to sleep. Get some rest. The Lord can do more for you while you're sleeping than you can ever accomplish when you're awake. Amen. So how should we respond to Psalm 127? Let me ask you these questions. Do you trust in the Lord completely in every area of your life? Do you regularly tell the Lord that you are depending entirely on him? Do you realize that his blessing is far more important than your efforts for the success and safety of your life? Do you earnestly seek his face for his blessing in every part of your life? And do you know when to end your own efforts and tell the Lord that you are trusting only in him? As the psalmist wrote in Psalm 37.5, Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Isaiah wrote in 26, 3 and 4, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth 
in thee. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. May the Lord bless each of us to trust completely in our good Father for every part of our lives. Amen. 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 Amen.